This is Perry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the Philadelphia Eagles, how Deshaun Jackson got revenge, and how Chris Baker, Chet, took out Foles. This is much more live with Aaron Josh and John. Baker, I hardly know her. I actually called him Chris instead of Chet. Chris Baker. It's Chet Baker, dude. I know. Everyone I knows it's I Chet. I got confused. Seriously. Anyway. He's he's Trevor Maddich's big and tall lineman of the week. Nasty hey. lineman of the hey. week. Yo, 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 what's happening? Oh, yeah. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's happening? Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, episode number 370. Uh, big shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. <clears throat> you can contact him at Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. Because Desmond C. Lee 1 C. was... Already taken. Hacked. Or hacked. And he's a big Redskins fan. You can follow him on Twitter. You can talk to we're him. Not saying, we're not saying he's big. We're just we're saying he's big. a Redskins fan. We're not saying he's a Redskins fan. That is, well, actually, I don't know if we know if he's big or not. I have no yeah. idea if he's big. Can't I've... tell from his little Twitter <laughs> picture. <laughs> he looks small he on a... his Twitter picture. We don't yeah. know if he is a Redskins fan of great stature. Or, or not. What, what were we calling it? What were, what were his... BGE? Uh... The football player, we were not what were it was his stature. He's a specimen, yeah. He's we did specimen? say, What's his stature? <laughs> What's his stature? Is he is, is he, he long? Specimen? Does he is have he, great? He's length? real long and lean. Does he have great length? Does he have great length? You know what? Well, that's a football saying that I really don't understand the the uh uh origin of that. Maybe you guys can clean up for me, clear up, take a blow on the sideline. No, we know where that one comes from. That one comes from Tony Rome, Dallas. But the one I'm asking about is where they're like, he's going to take it all the way to pay dirt. Pay dirt? What is pay isn't dirt? It from, isn't it from they used to get, like, players used to have incentive bonuses back in the day if they scored. When they got into that patch of dirt, the end zone, they would make extra money for that. Oh, wasn't they got that bonuses right? for scoring touchdowns because so they call it the pay dirt? Sounds good to me. I'm not, I think so. I Did think it was something like that. that up, dude? Yeah, seriously. Because it sounded good? Hold on, here. I'm going to tell you right now. Pay dirt. Let me tell you. Origins of the word of, pay the, dirt. of the phrase "pay dirt." Yeah. Right. Uh, well, meanwhile, while Josh is looking that up, I guess we could talk about this damn loss to the Eagles. Um, what am I going to say about this? Uh, let me think. Special teams. <clears throat> Number one, special teams. Number two, we thought they were better, but they're teams. not. They've already given up two touchdowns in three games, and a block kick, and a missed. Extra, extra point. point. Freaking extra and point. And a missed 33-yard field goal. Clunker. After he nailed two long ones, too, and that's what even made it worse. It was like, you got to be kidding me. I said we should have went with Zach Hawker, but no one listened to me. Dude. And and who who's kicking off right now? Who's doing all the kickoffs? Tress Way, man. Tress Way. I know. Trey Way. No way. It's Trey Tress Way. way. No 
Pay way. Dude, pay dirt. Does not come from what I told you. Dress way, man. It was a good thing that you made up on the fly there. I know. I like it. We'll stick with that for football. It is, it is listed <laughs> as where the word number three is a noun in the dictionary. It says football end zone. That is the, the number three meaning. But um, apparently it's from back in the day when uh, they used to have expeditions looking for artifacts. And as they were digging, when they would actually start to find artifacts that had that were in the dirt, they called that the pay dirt. Because well, that's, that's the how they pay, pay dirt. Not to yeah. be confused with the so, glory hole. Right. As what? in, uh, only two days into the expedition, the team hits pay dirt. Josh, did I tell or, you about that? Or we could, or one more thing. Hold on. We could say <laughs> only two minutes into the first quarter, the team hits pay dirt. John, when I went to Vegas with Josh and uh, Brandon, we went to the Hoover Dam and they were talking about the, the <laughs> dam site, the candy wagon. And they called it the glory hole. And the thing that they rode to the glory hole, which is where they were digging out to the dam, was called the candy wagon. So they'd be like, we're taking the candy wagon to the glory hole. But Josh, here's the hilarious thing, though, Josh. All right, so it was me, you, and Brandon there. A few Dude, weeks They had photos of the candy wagon, too, by the way. At the glory hole. A few <laughs> weeks ago. It was huge, man. The candy wagon barely fit in that glory hole. Go ahead, Aaron. A few weeks ago, me and Brandon went to uh, – we're supposed to be filming this uh, – this glass blower at his glass blowing shop and he was showing us like the furnace and he was like this is called you ready for this guys this is called the glory hole <laughs> and we're like hmm, i've heard that somewhere before with you brandon <laughs> <laughs> what is that about you get, you get with brandon and every everywhere you go there's a uh glory something hole. called glory glory hole. references yeah there was no candy wagon though oh you sure Maybe they'll sure show you that? that the next time. Yeah, know. it was just a big flaming rod that he stuck into the glory hole. The glory and then he hole. This weekend air, at then the he man some hole. air through it. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Anyway. Uh, well, interesting story about the glory hole. So, so like, now, we've, now we know the name of the episode. We've for a field goal kicker, getting the ball through the uprights. The uprights should be called the glory hole from here on out. Uh the glory area. Can we petition? We just need about a hundred thousand signatures. Petition to get it changed with the NFL. Maybe. And he's kicked the ball through the glory hole. Well, they need some new like football sayings instead of pay dirt. And and get a blow on the sidelines. Just, and he has great length. Them. Yeah, they need. You know the ones we've talked about in the past. We're gonna have to come up with a top ten list or like a top eight list. Of their little football sayings. I can't oh, even football, think of them right off the top of my sayings. head, but they always use them like every game. Yeah, yeah. Outdated, outdated. football sayings that, that, that need to be uh, – they need some updating. Yeah, Great. I think we should call the end zone the glory hole. Glory. Instead of pay dirt? Instead of pay dirt. Hmm. He's going to take it to the glory hole know. instead of what pay is dirt. The football? Makes perfect We're sense. We're just going to change the name of football to Candy Wagon? Yeah, we'll just say he's going to take the candy. He took the candy <laughs> wagon. Like, I'll tell you Dude. what, on that 72-yard pass to Deshaun Jackson, he took the candy wagon to the glory hole on that. No, dude, and you know what? I it right think it down shit Kelly's throat. So you're saying they need to take the actual football and, like, make the next generation of it, and instead of it being the Duke, it's going to say the candy wagon and, like, cursive print burned <laughs> onto each, each pigskin. Yeah, candy wagon. Candy you got wagon. one of those new candy wagon balls? No, one end of it was like... <laughs> One end of it will say candy, and the other end will say wagon. I was thinking, actually, that that's instead of, you know, think about what the candy wagon was when we went to Hoover Dam. It was this gigantic 
it looked like they cobbled together like three trucks on buses on top of each other. Yeah. And there was like a hundred guys hanging all off of it and everything. With drills. And it was all and it was all balanced on like a single truck frame. And yeah. it, like, you can imagine it like teeter tottering down into this like they do in India nowadays. Dude, but even like more so. <laughs> it was much. it was <laughs> dude, it was crazy. So I mean, think about what's being a football. The fullback. Instead of a fullback, we should name him the candy wagon. And he hands off to the candy wagon. And the candy wagon takes the ball to the glory hole. I just think I'm the candy not calling wagon should be the Young. Ball. I'm not calling the Darrell Young the candy wagon. <laughs> I do like calling the end zone the glory hole, though. All right, listen. Uh, to, to everybody <laughs> listening out there, tell us what you think. Tweet at us, at Harry Hogg. Should the end zone be called the glory hole or something else? Should Darrell Young be called the candy wagon? Or the football. Or the football. Or, or the, the football. Beans. And riddle me this, Josh. We forgot to bring this up on the last podcast. Riddle but um, what was the, the uh, sorry, I guess the winner of our poll from the week before? Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. Let me. Oh, you man, remember we the didn't question. Up last week either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> the question get... was if there, what was it, John? If there was a fight, no. Who would bite off? Whose ear or something like that? <laughs> Here it is. Who would bite off a bigger piece of Evander Holyfield's ear? The the answers were the options were John Elway, Miles Austin, Mike Tyson, or Gary Busey. <laughs> and the winner of the poll, believe, believe it or not, was John Elway. That's exactly it's, who I would have picked. With 50% of the vote, Gary Busey came in second at 40%, Miles Austin at 10%, Mike Tyson got zero on that. Oh, man. That's because they're friends now. So who did you guys vote for? Or the, did you? So the I voted this for... I, I voted for who did you vote for? Who'd you I vote voted for? for Gary Busey. I did, too. I voted for Gary Busey. I totally voted for John Elway. Although Gary Busey might get disqualified for uh, performance-enhancing drugs because you know he would be extremely coked up. He'd probably eat the ear. He might. He might He might ground it down and, like, snort it. That's gross. And then, like, try to box somebody with his teeth. That is so gross. Anyway, let's talk about this game, dudes. All right. Hey, it's Gary Busey, man. It's not me. What, I, what, what podcast number is this? 370. 370. I would just like to say this about the game. Take back any one of three plays in this game, and we should have won. <laughs> John is currently right. editing this post. One. I'm going to tell you the plays. One. The kickoff return for a touchdown, which I called, by the way. Aaron, totally. You totally called it. You were like, watch, they're going to get us. They're going to return. You said it right before. You were like, they're going to return this for a touchdown because our special teams still suck. And because and we worked so hard for that first touchdown and they wanted to deflate the sails. There's another mm-hmm. football saying. Deflate the sails. Deflate the sails? And that was that what it is? Deflate or take the wind out of Take the sails. wind out of your sails. <laughs> deflate the I don't know that you deflate the sails. Deflate dude. the blimp. Is what we should change that saying. <laughs> Deflate like your sleep number bed. All right. Second play, uh, which is still inexplicable to me, and maybe you guys can explain it. Wait, I know which one you're talking about. Go ahead. Um, 
the missed thirty-three yard field goal. Oh, the left, the left dong. Yeah, left dong. Whoa. Left dong by Cobra Kai, who, by the way, had hit eighteen field goals in a row dating back to last season. At that point, yeah, but then he choked. He hit two damn like forty something yarders. He had a fifty yarder. He had a fifty four and a forty one yarder, and then he clunks on a thirty three. Dong. Cobra Kai. Man. Yeah, and that 54-yard one looked like it would have been further than that. Cobra Kai. That 54-yard crush. And then the third play. Cobra Kai. Is the interception oh. from Kirk Cousins, which I still don't understand either. Like, what was going on on that play? Did I think he was getting Garcon like, run the wrong route, or did he throw the wrong route? Well, either know, way, man. he's going to say he threw the wrong route. Yeah. Because it's Captain Kirk. Because because he's he's a leader of men, like most quarterbacks are. That's and I'm not saying say. anything about RG three. I'm saying there are certain quarterbacks out there would be like, oh, he totally ran the wrong route. It wasn't me, bro. <laughs> yeah, that would be Jake Cutler. But yeah, we we don't have yeah. RG three is not that kind of guy. And neither is Kirk Cousins. And I'm I'm willing to bet that Colt McCoy has not been that guy in his 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 career as well. What about Dirty Sanchez? <laughs> Oh yeah, and that's another thing. Those refs are horrible. Why did Dirty? Why did Nick Foles not have to go out on that one play where he got crushed? The same play where Arakpo got crushed, and then like they showed Dirty Sanchez like warming up, and right. then he didn't have to come out for one play, and they didn't call a timeout for him. Yeah, I don't know what that was about either. That was one of of many <clears throat> issues with the officiating in this game. Like when Daryl Sproles was running that kickback for the Eagles, and he got face masked by I don't even remember who on our team and they totally missed the call. And then one of the officials looks up and sees the replay and then throws the flag on it. Yeah. Like 30 seconds later, like way later. And we were all just like, what you can't, what totally illegal. Yeah. And then it comes down yeah. to number three play that you're about to talk about. I think All right, I just talked about the three plays. Oh, you're not even talking. Oh, well, I guess it's not technically a play when you have, well, no, it was technically a play when Chet Yeah, but that didn't cost us the game. I said any one of those three plays I mentioned, if we would have had it go the other way or not happen, we probably could have won that game. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a 13-point swing if you take <clears throat> all three of those. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was still I – I was going off on a tangent about bad referee play or yes, referee calls. but I know what you're talking about, Chet Baker. I thought that hit was completely legal because, first of all, once a quarterback throws an interception, there's no longer a quarterback on the field. He's now trying to make a tackle. And second of all, Chet hit him in the front, not the back. He didn't go and try to take out his legs. He just knocked him out of the play, blocking for his guy that was returning the ball. He didn't even really hit him that hard, to be honest. He just wasn't ready because he wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Well, what the league, I'm going to say this as devil's advocate because I agree with you, Aaron and Josh. We were talking about it before the before we started here. Um, all three of us say that that should have been a legal hit and there wasn't anything wrong with it. Um, so does Trevor Maddich. Yeah, yeah. The NFL, let me see if I can find that quote about it. Um, the NFL basically said that a quarterback on an interception, any other player is okay, but a quarterback after an interception, the way they interpret it nowadays is that unless he is actually actively engaged, the quarterback is a defenseless player. 
That's and you can't bull. go and hunt him down, which is a bunch of crap. Did they say that? That's not in the rule book. He was actively engaged. He was stepping towards the ball. Yeah, he was. He was only ten yards way. away from the end, from where the play was ending. But yeah. anyway, when did they make that rule up? Last week. <laughs> That's just one of the things that they've done lately, dude. It's you can't do anything to the quarterback. He's not a quarterback. He's a tackler. I know you get you keep saying that, but mm. he's still a quarterback. Mm. They don't look at it that way anymore in the NFL. Well, if that's the case, that's then, the way the NFL hey, looks at it. You can't have it both it's ways. Crap. Then. You can't have it both ways. Then a quarterback at that point then should be taken out of the play and shouldn't be allowed to go try to make a tackle. Af- absolutely, I agree a hundred percent. He just has to and get think off about the field it. and get out of the way if that's how they're going to play it. it. It's the same thing. It's the same way the league looked at it in RG3's first season where the first few games he would like do these fake peel-offs and every, or fake handoffs and like peel off and everything and pretend he still had the ball. And people were hitting him like way late on the play and they were just like, we can't throw a flag because you're still an active participant in the play. Yeah, where were they for that stuff? Yeah, yeah. So that's the way they look at it. Well, RG3 had to change his game where he would fake and then he would have to quit doing his fake pretty quickly so no one would hit him. Well, you know what? I think it's the way the they, they protect the quarterbacks like they're made of China. They real they do. It sucks. I, I like I said, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh yeah, and, and saying then let me what ask the league says about it. Well, where were they on the play where there is a false start and the guy continued, wrapped Kirk Cousin both arms around I mean his arms around both of Kirk Cousins' arms and drove his shoulder into the ground on a false start and he didn't get any penalty. Yeah, the officiating in this game was really bad. This is what I'm I looking to say for the, about the officiating. Yeah, all right, all right. Here it is. I, this is out of the Washington Post. According to, take a breath, Rule 12, <clears throat> Section 2, Article 7 of the NFL Rulebook. It is a foul if a player initiates unnecessary contact against a player in a defenseless posture, including, quote, a quarterback <clears throat> at any time after a change of possession. Yes, which but is he what wasn't they in would, a defenseless position. <clears throat> He right, wasn't off the ground. He wasn't including including a quarterback at any time after a change of possession, which means the quarterback, if you interpret it the way that it sounds, they can't t- make a tackle on an interception. They have to completely just lay down and get out of the way. If they're defenseless, well, they are. They're not to the offenseless NFL. though. Yeah. So according to the NFL, a quarterback cannot be touched at any time after a change of possession. But That's there's dumb. nothing saying that the quarterback can't get in there and make a tackle. So let me riddle me this: <laughs> if that's really the rule, yeah. What happens if you know a big linebacker, say Rackpo, made an interception and he's coming back down the field, and Nick Foles tries to tackle him, and <clears throat> Rackpo just lowers his shoulder and just like bull rushes him through? Exactly. Is he going to get called on a penalty for hitting a defenseless quarterback when he's and trying to know- tackle him? And if the NFL would be, it would be great if the NFL would focus on something like that and clarify that rule. But they're too they busy. They make like, it up as they go because they, they make it up know. as they go along. They just it, anything. It's like you look at a quarterback the wrong way, they throw a flag. But you know what? Since we're talking about this, this is a good opportunity for me to point out a couple of other really crazy rules in the NFL that people may or may not know about. Since See we like to educate, see if me and John know. Ask All right. Us. <laughs> All right. An example. Well, all right. What happens if a snap goes between the quarterback's legs? Is it touched by the quarterback? If the quarterback does not pick up a snap and it goes between his legs, what happens? It's a false start. 
If a, if the if the ball go if a snap goes between the quarterback's legs and the ball the ball is ruled dead as long as the quarterback does not pick it up. If another player picks it up, a false start penalty is given to the offense. It you know what would have happened? It is not a fumble and it cannot be returned by the defense. Because the ball has to touch the quarterback or someone's hand before the play can start. Right, it has yeah. to go to a second person. Because if or it didn't, to another person because from if the it did, if it didn't then like on a fourth and one, the center could just like go for it himself. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Third string quarterback rule. <laughs> I know this. All right. <laughs> You're allowed to have an emergency quarterback or something like that. If a third string quarterback enters the game during the first three quarters of the game, the first and second string quarterbacks are not allowed to play in that game again. What? I want to say I heard that recently. What kind of that rule, is rule is that? <laughs> and why exactly would that be a rule? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. They don't I'm want give you to be one able one. to use more than two quarterbacks in a game or three. Is that it? I don't know. This is one of my this next one though is one of my favorite obscure rules. I don't know why they would do that. You can't let your first and second string back in. I guess it's like you can't spell them for a breather if they're hurting or something and then say they're a gank. I don't know. I don't but know. But you why. can with every other position. Yeah. Right. That's dumb. That's a stupid um, okay. I've ever heard. Last one for tonight. The fair catch field goal attempt rule. Oh, wait. Yes. I know this. If you call a fair catch, then you can immediately try to kick a field goal from that spot if you want. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. And if the ball goes through, you get three points, just like a regular field goal. However, I've never seen it happen. Because never. where are you going to catch it? it? It's like you catch it in like the end zone. The only way yeah, the yeah, only way it could work is what if someone was trying like a uh, onside kick a and you called fair catch real quick and then you got it at like the forty, someone could kick like a seventy yarder. I don't Dude, think you can throw, call a fair catch. You that could push your kicker. Imagine this though. All right, imagine this. You're, the other team is backed up against their end zone. They punt from their own end zone. You call a fair catch and say you catch it at like your own forty yard line. Yeah, if they had a short you, punt, you, you could, could do immediately, it. You could immediately kneel down, hold the ball. The fair catcher could hold the ball. And you could have your kicker right behind him. He could run and try to kick a quick field goal. I don't think it has to be quick. Isn't it untimed? It's an untimed play. Yeah, someone did this. A they couple, could still block the Patriots. It could still be blocked. Yeah, but no, I don't think you you have to run out real quick. I think I remember something no, about could, that. I say real quick because the other team could try to block it. Oh yeah, but you so here's a question: lined up. You still have to line up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you mean you have to line up? You got to line up and hike the ball and kick it. No. Yeah. In a free kick, the player catches the ball, does not run forward, lobs the ball to himself, and tries to kick it through the goalpost. Oh, it's so a free it's kick. Like, yeah, it's a free kick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That sounds like a holdover from like. So Australian like, it soccer. is. It's one of those. It's one of those old rules that people never do anymore. And then the Patriots did it a couple years ago. But it would work if Josh was saying was right. If they had to punt from their back of their end zone and say you were losing by three. Yeah. Like, what if you put your punter back there to catch the fair catch, and it's like the end of the game, and they're punting, and you say you're down by three or two, and they're backed up, and you, there's only like five seconds left on the clock, and they punt. You could call a fair catch. Your punter could catch it and then turn around and basically punt it through the uprights. Yeah, that'd be awesome. 
I'd like to see Tress Way do that. <laughs> All right, that's it for the obscure rules for tonight. All right, so what are we? What else are we going to talk about this loss? All right, let's just talk about this. The offense was in, incredible. Kirk Cousins was dead on for every play except for that. So for that interception. Pick. Yeah. Well, he got into a few stretches where he was throwing like two or three in a row that were not on target, but for the most part, he had perfect placement almost. Yeah, I thought he had. I think we all think he had a really good game. Four hundred twenty-seven yards, three touchdowns, and an interception, if I remember correctly. He had a great game. I thought he had a great game. He was the I mean, number one you know, passer in the NFL this week. He had that one moment that was like Tony Romo at the end there with the interception. Yeah, I'm watching a, a gif or jif of this uh, this hit on Nick Foles over and over again right now. And it was like seven or eight yards away from the play, and Foles was an <clears throat> active participant at the end of this play. Yep. Who we know. I know, but I'm just watching it again, like right now, and it's going over and over and over. And every time, I'm like, he's eight yards away running towards the ball carrier. Put that in the post that you put up for when the podcast goes up. I can't decide if I'm going to put this one up or the one of Trevor Maddich. It's probably going to be this one. All right, we'll get to that on the injury report. (laughs) All right, so the offense was good. The defense, they didn't really seem that bad to me, but they gave up a lot of points. And they gave up a lot of points quickly in the second half and at the end of the first half. Like yeah. when Philadelphia at the end of the first half and at the end of the game, both times they eat, they had like really, really fast drives. Like one was only like just over a minute long and they got a damn touchdown. It was like, yeah. boom, shit, where the heck did that come from? Oh, dudes. I'm sorry. I have to clarify something. I just saw an update to that free kick rule. I don't want to miss. I don't want to misundereducate anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so listen on the free kick just to clarify the kick is over at the fair catch you're correct whichever one of you guys said we do have to line up so we yeah. line up but you line up like you're going to kick off you tell the ref we elect to make a free kick and they're not allowed to block it they're not allowed to block it you line yeah. up like you're kicking the ball off so essentially it puts it the ball goes on a tee yeah and they line up and kick off, but you're trying to kick it through the upright. Are you sure you kick off, or is it like a It's a kickoff. Kick? Are you it's, sure it's they not They line like up a... in kicking formation, and presumably the team's kicker makes the free kick attempt. Yes, but I know that. But normally, a free kick, like if it's the same free kick as after a safety, you line up like you're kicking off, but he punts it. He doesn't so kick a, it from a it, tee. Line up in kicking formation. I want to say it's a free kick like you're saying, Aaron, if I remember it. I'm not sure it's from a T. See if there's a YouTube s- video of someone doing a free kick. Didn't Doug Flutie do one or something? <laughs> he he sure may Sammy have. Bobby, I'm pretty sure Doug. If you Google Doug Flutie free kick, see what free comes kick. up. Yeah. I'm sure Sam Ball did one back in the day. You know he did. Anyway, sure back did to the like, game though. I bet he did a bunch actually. What is up with the special teams? They looked so promising, it's, and then they keep having Doug these moments. Doug Flutie of converts sucking. the first drop kick since the 1941 championship. Is that the same thing they're talking about? Because I don't think he had a – that's a different obscure rule. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the, the other one – Oh, no, that was for an extra point. Was for the Patriots. That was for an extra point. Yeah, it was something weird. <laughs> that was a different obscure rule. He had to do one of those drop kicks where it touches the ground and then you and kick it. bounces. It. Like and a, kicks yeah, it. like all old school. It's like weird. some weird rule, dude. And he just wanted to do it because he knew the rule. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, let me do. That. <laughs> Why would you Apparently do that? Apparently, he practiced for an extra it. point when you can just hold it. 
You can have a holder do it and kick it. Because I think they were winning or something. And he they were winning by a very large amount. And one had never been done. <laughs> and he was like, coach, coach, it. can I try Apparently, this? Apparently, Put it's something that he was he was working on for like years. And he was like, I'm gonna one day you're going to let me do it, coach. One day. And they were like, okay. And they <laughs> did. And he, he converted. <laughs> yeah. But nice. anyway, what else yeah. about the Eagles game, dude? I'm trying to talk about the game. Oh, yeah, the game. Talk about the game. Um, well, it was a game that we could have won. Like you, we Aaron, you won. were saying the defense looked like they were really good, but they have 34 points. 37. Dude, it was a slugfest. I'm sorry, 37. I haven't, seen a, I haven't seen a game like that, a slugfest game like that in a long time. It was just back and forth, back and forth. Oh, they were chippy from the beginning with D- Deshaun Jackson. Speaking of cheap shots, that one guy that came over late and hit him on his shoulder when he knew it was injured. And Deshaun yeah. Jackson got up and punt, pushed him. But at least they threw the flag on that guy. Right at the very beginning, yeah. And they were all late on that, too. It's like, how many officials are on the field? And I know what you always say this. The second guy always gets caught. Yeah, and that's I think what they happened. Watched, I think the officials in this game basically, after plays were over, they just watched the jumbo trying to see if they should have called something. It sure that's seemed exactly like it. what they did. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They were I don't bad. know, but- Here's what I have to say about this team. You know what was bad? Special teams are the worst, right? We've talked about this, but special yeah, teams. Absolutely. What well, I yeah, feel like we're strong in every other area, but special teams is gonna kill us every time if we don't if we don't get it worked out. And now cornerbacks for weekend. Who's our special yeah, teams coach? Whoa, what was that? Who's our special teams coach? I think that was Josh. It's Ben Kotwika. It's Kotwika. That army sergeant. I mean, they're improved from last year, but they're still having these lapses. Well, they've given up two touchdowns in three weeks, like you said earlier, Aaron. So that's, that sucks. And a couple of missed kicks. But then other times they look brilliant. Whereas in yeah. last year, just like every kick looked horrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. just looked like a super cluster every single time, no matter what. But part of this, I'll tell you the two reasons why the special teams went downhill so fast. One, we lost Lorenzo Alexander. Yep. And two, we lost Thanks, Danny dictator. Smith. Danny Smith. And last year, remember, the only thing we heard about our defensive or special teams coordinator, besides the fact that we knew that he sucked, was when he got in the way of a play and actually got a penalty called on himself. It was that Ken Burns dude. Yeah, Ken Burns effect. <laughs> the Ken Burns effect. That's right. It was, yeah, we talked about it. So, you know... Yeah. Really, uh, the one thing from this game that I took away from it that was kind of encouraging was when's the last time you saw the Redskins score 75 points over the course of two games? Oh, yeah. That's phenomenal. The past couple weeks. Now, now Jacksonville, first game was against Jacksonville, but to put that many points up against uh, the Eagles, I thought it was a really, really good sign. I mean, like we keep saying, we could have won this game. We should have absolutely. I think we should have, just like we should have won the first one. With, there's dumb mistakes. Dumb that's mistakes it. in both games cost us the games. Yep, and dumb <clears throat> mistakes. That's that's the difference between a good team and a crappy one. Yep. Crappy one. <laughs> really, it's just that more frustrating though, because it's like, oh, dude, we like destroyed them in yardage. Josh, do you have the stats? We had like. Yeah. The time of possession, I think, was almost two to one to us. And it wasn't because of Chip Kelly's up-tempo offense. It was because 
like Nick Foles didn't even get on the field until the end of the first quarter, partly because they got a kickoff return or a touchdown, but partly Dude, because time, we kept the ball for like 13 minutes or something. Yeah. Our time of possession was 34 minutes, 48 seconds. Theirs was 25, 12. And I thought it was more our offside than offside. Our, our total yards, we had 511 total yards. Philly had 379. Yeah, look at that. Almost 150 more yards. Here's a, our passing yards, Kurt Cousins. I mean, we're going back to it. 427 yards on the day. 427 yards. That was, they said that was the most since like 99 or something like that. He had 30 completions for 48 attempts. His average was 8.9. Three touchdowns, one interception. His... Uh, his rating is 103.4. And it sounds like we kind of abandoned the run a little bit, but I don't think we did so much in this game because we kept going back to it. It just wasn't very effective. I mean, Alfred Morris was getting like one yard here and there. I don't know. What part of the, pro- the, the, the right-hand side of the line was really bad. Again, uh, Luavo, Luavo, Sean that Laveau, guy. Laveau, I think. Sean Laveau. Sean. Um was injured and out for part of the game as well. So we had licorice in at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And Corey yeah. Lichtensteiger, I don't think played the whole game. Lichtensteiger Schnell. Yeah, he, got, he was. Was the um? What was the prognosis there? I don't know. That's going to come up on your injury report here in a minute. I don't have one ready for that. I, don't, I have no idea. Well, you you better get looking <laughs> instead of looking up obscure rules hurt. about <laughs> about Doug Flutie's. You know what was, was really good? What, what, what was the cereal called that Doug Flutie invented? Wheaties. Wheaties. Flutie Flakes. Flutie Flakes. All right, dude. <laughs> do you know? Wheaties. True story. Do you know that it was really unrefreshing to see zero sacks? Although we also we started, gave up zero sacks. Yeah, we also started putting a lot of pressure <laughs> on uh, Foles in that second Foles half. had the crap beat out of him, uh, not including that legal hit by Chet. But yeah. he never got sacked once. That was amazing. I thought. And neither did Kirk Cousins. He got beat up a few times and he never got sacked. Yeah. Unless you count that one like five seconds after the whistle blew. Right, right, right. Yeah. And they showed it in slow motion and his face looked like. Uh... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. We dodged a bullet on that one, but not on D Hall's. Well, I guess we should move into that, huh? Uh, sure. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, O-line report. I guess we finished with that. Yeah, we kind of finished with it. They uh, they did pretty well against the pass and not so well against the run this week. It flip-flops every week, it seems. Yeah, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress, yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't got time for the pain. I haven't got room for the pain. All right, it's the injury report with Josh Evelyn. <laughs> man it was a week of injuries and there were a lot of injuries that we did not need to experience one of them that you alluded to right before we went into this um an mri exam confirmed that uh d'angelo's hall left achilles tendon had ruptured indeed um and he non, will miss. non-contact you will like- miss the rest of the season yeah it reminded me of one of my favorite players of all time. Who? Robert Griffin III? Because that happened to his ankle no. the two weeks no. before? Non-contact. Talking about, 
Injury. Talking about number 56, Mr. Nichols. Mr. Nichols. Is Lavar. that what ended Mr. Nichols' career? Yeah, dude. Ruptured Achilles. Yeah, I'm that not, was, that was I'm his not last sure one. that D. Hall is going to be coming back from this because he's kind of old. How old is he? He even he, I think he's 30. Oh, I remember reading this. I thought he was like, I thought he was older than that, like 34. He's an 11th year veteran. Yeah, I, I remember yeah, him like saying that he's like, I'm no spring chicken. I don't think yeah. he's coming back. I ah, he's coming back. He'll be back next year. He'll be fine. Some people never return from ruptured Achilles. Well, the problem with the ruptured Achilles is when they sew it back up, you lose a little bit of uh, length in your Achilles. Like permanently. Yep. Right. They don't go in and like put new pieces in or anything like that. Like like when they do a, a He's 31, ACL, I think, and they take a, a cadaver's ligament yeah. and stick it in there. You don't get like a brand new one. They just have to sew it up and have it re- you know, heal up, but it always ends up being a little bit shorter than it was. So you have a little bit less stretch, a little bit less uh, uh, jump ability, I guess. You know, I, I, I can imagine. Well, here's what I have to say. What's Champ Bailey doing these days? <laughs> no I lie, know. man. It, by the way, D. Hall called Kobe Bryant to ask him about his torn Achilles this week. Just want to point that out. Well, I got an idea. The we should bring Champ down, Bailey. Uh, that would be awesome. Can you imagine? It would be It'd sweet be better because than when Cardi Rambo, he's a free agent, dude. He's available. He he's is available, and when his bust goes into Canton, it'll have Redskins. It'll be bookended by the names Redskins. Washington Redskins on his little uh, list of teams he played for. Yes, I still hate that little damn year of Eagles on Art Monk, man. But let's do this. <clears throat> let's get him in there because he's got to be better than Bacardi Rambo. Wait, Bacardi Rambo is a safety though. So who's so we got? Are we not. going with Breland and Emerson? That's what it sounds and like. Yep. Is our corners? because we, dude? You didn't talk about the biggest injury of all, not D Hall. I got more, dude. I got more to talk oh, about. Oh, okay. I'm not okay. done. I'm all not right. nearly I, done. I don't want to steal your thunder. Don't I'm not nearly done. Nearly done here. All right. Correct. Not Joe. Uh, Aaron's not favorite dog is building up the sacks on the season. Uh, Jason Hatcher. He's day to day with an injured hamstring injury. How many sacks does he have on the season? What's he got on the season now? Three? 2.5. He had 2.5, and since there were zero sacks in the game, we're going to stay at 2.5. I told you he's not coming out out with more than four from the whole season. Mm. All right. I'm sticking by that. Um, Here we go. Um, Pull 360 on this one. You know, the big man number 98, Brian Arakpo, will be wearing a... Rather large cast on his flipping the bird finger. Is it so his middle pulls, finger that broke? <laughs> yeah, dude. So when he pulls the uh, Johnny Manziel action on the sideline, it'll be really large and in charge. He needs it, to it, tape it up like all Sean Taylor. Like Did, I thought tape. he sprained it. <laughs> no, he has a torn ligament in his left middle finger. Oh, by the way, John, I'm glad That's you mentioned Sean Taylor because I saw a commercial that this Friday night at 9 on NFL Network, they have an entire special of about Sean Taylor, who, in Sweet. my opinion, probably would have been one of the best safeties of all times. It's, it's, that's going to go down. And, and of all the crappy things that have happened since Super Bowl twenty six, I think that's where we really cut stuff off for those yeah. of us of our age and, and, and older. Super Bowl yeah. twenty six is where, where the, the golden age ended. And for like, what, 23 years now of garbage – for the most part. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And, even, and then we had him who was going to be good, and what happens? He was going to yeah. be like our best player in a All long the different time. things. And, and then, then he gets killed. Yeah, and then he's murdered. Then we have RG3, yep. who's going to be our thinking. best player ever, and he gets injured twice in three seasons. And the oh, that, i got to say, that that's not really that big a surprise, honestly. Yeah. But still, it happened. Um, but still, it happened. And then we got Ihe Nacho. Nacho, 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 um, Nacho. I, I was waiting saw for on the field. Nacho, 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 Nacho. So left guard Sean Laval has been downgraded because he's got more swelling on his right knee. Are you serious? You know what this means? That's bad. This means Joshua Rivas is going to play. Licorice. If Laval can't play this week. Who you know what that means? If Laval can't go. That means uh, I'm concerned about holes in the O-line. What sucks? Dudes, what sucks is that we have like four days to get ready for this damn game. And everyone's injured and beat up, and they don't have any Stupid. time to like mend. This damn Thursday night crap. I hate it. With Phil Sims, who I signed the petition for to have him removed from all Redskins games. Oh, Phil Sims, who said Redskins three times last weekend? Because he forgot. Because yeah. he forgot. Because, you know, he's he, he's politically active when it's convenient. Or when he remembers. But when he really remembers. He <laughs> This could be a plus this week. Uh, I don't know. Let's see what you guys think. Um, Tracy Porter might make his season debut. You know, he's missed the three games. Oh, I forgot uh, with, about him because I've never right seen hamstring. him. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know if it's a plus or not. Have, I don't know what he can do. We do have him at corner. So there you I go. I forgot about that. Who am I missing? Am I forgetting somebody? Nacho, uh, nacho, 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 nacho. Yes, nacho, dude. Nacho, nacho. The biggest injury of all. Nacho. Well, you tell it. Nacho. 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 Duque Ahi Nacho is out for the season, and we never saw him. He broke a bone in his foot. There's a link on the on the itinerary. How did he do that? I don't know, because I didn't even see him play. They said he broke his foot on a on a on a special team. I never saw him get carted off the field. Be like, I don't even off. know what number he was. Probably 24. I hate Nacho. Did he just walk off the field and be like, uh, Coach, I think my foot's broken. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby, but my done broke. Broke my foot. My foot nacho. done broke. Nacho, 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 like a nacho, nacho chip. Nacho, well, nacho, 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 nacho. So we signed Ihe Nacho. And thanks, he had Nacho for playing. We'll see you next year. Probably not. But who got signed up from the practice squad? Who? My dog, Chase who? Minifield. Oh, yeah. I saw he got uh-huh. brought up. I didn't see who else was going to be brought up, but I also read that the Redskins, as of yesterday, Monday, were only 52 people on the roster. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. do you have I... any news about who's filling the roster spot? There has not been anything... Uh... As of today, I'm not sure what they're going to do there. We already got one being held up by uh, RG3, who may or may not even play. So we really only have 51, then. Yeah, really. Honestly, you think about it that way. They didn't even put him on that like eight-week IR thing? They can't because we already put uh, uh, Cofield? Cofield on there. Yeah. Well, he's not coming back. Chet Baker is taking that position. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Chet Absolutely. Baker is a beast. If Cofield comes back, I don't know. Will they play him at end? Or they'll rotate him in with Chet? I guess so. I guess, or they can play him at center. 
like 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 defensive lineman. Chet's like my nose guard. Nose. That's tackle. where they're playing Chet at, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it'll be interesting. The way when they do three four and they put Chet on one side and Hatcher on the other side. You mean we four, saw three? it mostly against the Jaguars, but boy, that is that is a whole lot of damn cow coming in from each side. That's a lot of beef out there. I like seeing that. I want to see some more of that. Chet's huge. He is huge. You see the picture of him when he was walking towards Barf going, I don't know what I did. <laughs> it was a legal hit, and he's just like a mountain of a man. He looks like Andre know, the Giant dude. in that picture. Yeah. He kind of does in his face, actually. He kind of has Andre the Giant's like face, and especially then, with that beard now. And then they showed um, Trent Williams being like, why did I get kicked out? <laughs> yeah, like, he was pissed. He was just like, what did I even do? <laughs> Tell me what I did. <laughs> get in the house tell me what I did oh my goodness you mean Peter Peter what? got kicked out they Jason meant to Peter. say Peter but they accidentally said Trent Williams oh yeah that's what I'm saying anyway uh, what are the cuts dude cuts well D'Angelo Hall and Duke Ihi Nacho <laughs> are on the cut. reserved injured list Chase Middlefield got promoted, and the Redskins terminated the contract of Daryl Sharpton, who was on the reserve injured list. Oh, yeah, I Al. Yeah, Al, he's gone. Um, the Redskins re-signed uh, uh, Velveeta <clears throat> to the practice squad, Velveeta Stevens, and they released <laughs> Braxton Mancave from the practice squad. Mancave? Mancave is gone. That's all the signings they did? That's it. They have. They still have that one spot open. We may go into. It's already Tuesday night. We may go into the game third. They're going to bring someone up from the practice squad. Um, no, hell, not. if I know who it's going to be, Will. maybe it's going to be Marvin McNutt. They already brought Chase Minifield up. So Marvin McNutt's hanging out. <clears throat> Dude, how sucky would it have to be if you were on the practice squad, knowing that the Redskins had an extra roster spot and they just decided not to bring anyone else up <laughs> like sorry dudes you the, guys the only way you could you the only uh, silver lining would be well at least they didn't cut me and then like the next day they'll be like marvin mcnutt you're cut john listen to this theory listen to this theory of who i think they're gonna bring up all right rg1 dude see you keep doing that and saying the rg1 is gonna come up think you, about it we only have two quarterbacks on the roster Man, one of our wide receivers can play quarterback. Who is our emergency quarterback saying? right now? Does anyone know? I, I don't know. They didn't bring in one last week, so I don't know who it's going to be. We don't have serious? a third quarterback. Yeah. I, th- I think they're going to bring in Antoine Randall-L. We don't even – I think he's even retired. From last time he was now. on the Redskins, he had like a ball hit him in the face <laughs> on a kick or a punt return. Hit him right in the mask. Dude, what quarterbacks are out there? Seriously. I'm sure what, somebody out there. Well, RG1 is out what there. What about Chase Daniel? Where is he these days? He's looking at that Super Bowl ring he got for leaving our practice, for getting cut and signing with the uh, Saints. <laughs> sign for, signing with the Saints. Yeah. I don't know where he is, but. He's with the Chiefs. He is? He's with the Chiefs. How about that? Yep. I don't know. I'm kind of surprised. I was just surprised that he's still playing, honestly. 
But yeah, we still have an open spot. So, uh, Josh, you're going tomorrow, right? Thursday. I am going Thursday. Yes. Yeah. It, you want it, me to try out? Saying, take a pair of gold pants with you. Do a walk on. <laughs> Dude, where are your was, seats so that we can look I almost bought a pair of gold pants at training camp last year. They had like, they had game worn gold pants. <laughs> they had game worn. Josh, where are you sitting so we can look for you during the game? What's that? Where are you sitting so we can look for you at the game? Dude, we're right on, we're right at the lower row of the up, we're on the upper deck, but we're in the low row of the upper deck, and we're right on the 45-yard line behind the Redskins. Nice. Sweet. That's good. Dude, make sure you get there, make sure you go online and register with those Hail BBQ guys so you can bar, so you can tailgate with those guys. <laughs> are, you, are you taking your, uh, your helmet, your crash um, helmet? I'm considering it, but... Uh, it's heavy, man. <laughs> flying light so i'm just i'm thinking i might not do it josh had that at the last game we all went to and i, I put that thing on and i felt like a kid wearing like a flight like a, like a combat helmet or something i was like this thing is heavy dude it's like a motorcycle helmet dude, it's something. dot approved 1970s motor helmet i know <laughs> dude remember the time we went to that game and josh is like putting on face paint and like some reporter just like put their face right in the in the car window and was like hello sir Oh yeah, wasn't him. it? What's his? What's Tony? Totally, why are you putting that on your face? Wasn't it? What's her face from Comcast? It, no, I think it was Tariq El Bashir. Yeah, my, my favorite it was from Comcast. It's no longer there. What was her name? I forgot how quick. Dude, she was weeks. on two weeks ago. Remember, but she's dude, somewhere else though. She's in Houston, in Kelly. Tampa. Kelly. Houston. Yeah, Kelly Johnson. Johnson. Kelly Johnson. KJ. <laughs> yeah, because she came on there because she's now the reporter, the same position pretty much for Houston. And they yeah. had her on CSN pregame, like Chick Hernandez was interviewing her. And I was like, oh, there's Josh's girlfriend. Yep. She's tall. Kelly Johnson. Apparently she used KJ. to play like division volleyball. volleyball. A lot of people that do sports reporting used to play sports in college. It's like those NCAA commercials to see on Saturdays when you're watching football like all day in the afternoons. It's just like. You know, 10,000 or 100,000 student athletes play in the NCAA schools. Only a few of them will ever be famous or whatever the line is. And the rest of them end up being Kelly Johnson. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I just read she's getting laid off? From Houston? Hold on, let's see. What? Why or did she, she get laid, laid off, off here? Maybe she got laid off here and she went to Houston. Who knows? Anyway. Why are we talking about Josh's girlfriend? Yeah, let's go to the uh, break real quick. Uh, and I'm gonna skip, oh, yeah. I'm going to skip the long commercial because we're going long on this. Dude, she yeah. is. She's getting laid off down there. And then when we Dang. come back, we're going to go to our games and kicks and while Josh obsesses over. I hope she comes back to Washington. Kelly Johnson. <laughs> we'll talk to you after this very short non-commercial commercial break. Don't play the 18 commercial. You're listening. Please hang up and try again. This is Kenny Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football. All right, we're back. Let's just get right into it, gentlemen. 
Let's get right into the thick of it. Let's get right into the thick of things. Yeah, there, there's another one. Let's get right into the thick of it. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. The Game Ball Award is brought to you by Riddapoo. Riddapoo. Josh Riddipoo. Allen, go ahead and give your Game Ball. Oh, gosh. I got to give my Game Ball to... Um, oh, man, there's there's a lot of good uh, Game Ball, ball opportunities this year. Uh, this this week. I'm going to give it to an offensive player this week. It's going to go to Kirk Cousins. I thought he had a great day, another great day, stepping in, and uh, I was really glad to see it. He seemed calm and collected. He seemed uh, – he did well in the pocket, and um, he, he just seemed like uh, like a total pro out there. That's a good one, dude. 427 Word. yards, three touchdowns. Yep. Solid day. I can't tell you the last time a Redskins quarterback had 427 <laughs> yards. Probably Mark Rippon. It was 1999. Maybe it was Brad Johnson. Yeah, Brad Johnson. I think it was. I think he had 501 yards that day. I'm making that up. It looked like one of those greasy kids that would kind of stink, but he really didn't. You loved Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson was good, man, for Black Mountain, man. We called him my buddy, didn't we? I think we did. No, we called North Turner my buddy. Brad (laughs) Johnson just looked like one of those guys who looked like when he was a kid, he probably stank (laughs) and had really greasy hair. Sweated a lot. Sweated a lot. Around the edges. Yeah, all right. Go ahead, uh, John. Oh, man. My game ball is going to go to the dynamic duo receiving core of Pierre Garçon to Deshaun Jackson. You can't give it to two people. you got to give it to one. Dude, it's it's like one and one A. All right, go ahead. I'll go for, I'll go for Jackson and uh, Garçon because they each had a touchdown. They each broke over 100 yards. Pretty pretty solid day for the receiving core. Okay, oh, you know what? If I can't give it to both, I, I thought it would be good to give it to both. No, you know what? I'll stick with that. Pierre Garçon, Deshaun Jackson. They get my, my duel. They get my game balls for this, this uh, week. Nice. All right, I wanted to give a shout-out because I'm so happy that Deshaun Jackson was able to stick it to his old team in the first game against them in their house with that 72-yard touchdown. Even though we lost. Yeah, but that's my shout-out. At least he got his personal revenge. So that's yeah. a, kind of a small, minor victory. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he'll get over this whole, like, let me get in a fight with everybody on the field yeah. thing All right, going so on. so there yeah, is but... that. And I also wanted to point out that before the game, the CSN people were talking about how <clears throat> Kirk Cousins has a lack of the long ball, but he threw that one pretty far and accurate. Anyway. Yeah. But my game ball is going to have to go to number 92, Chet Baker. Chet. I'm with with Trevor Maddich on that. I had no problem with that hit whatsoever. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought it was completely legal. I agree. It's a dumb rule. We are in agreement. Quick shout out. We do want to hear what you think out there. Mm. Let us know. At if you want to tweet us at Harry Hog, if you want to email us at Redskins fan at Harry Hog at dot com. Um, Darrell Young gets a shout out, dudes. It's three touchdowns in three weeks. Isn't yeah, it? I think it is. I'm pretty sure he's been catching him a lot of touchdown balls. He's been, ca- he's been taking the candy wagon oh, to the glory hole quite a bit. Yeah, he has been taking the candy wagon away from Alfred Morris as well. Straight to the glory hole. A quote from the Washington Post. Three of his first five touches this season resulted in touchdowns. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I also want to give a minor shout out to <clears throat> Jay Gruden for running the play that for some reason the last 20 <laughs> years the Redskins refused to run, and that's called the, the quarterback freaking quarterback sneak. sneak. Oh, my God. Down. He ran it at least twice in this game, and they were successful both times. Let me see. We need two feet. Let's run a quarterback sneak. Here's what here's what all the, the other last, coaches like, would do. For the last like twenty years, uh, we pitch. can't do it. They'd run a pitch like to the fullback, like twelve yards back. This is one of the things that has pissed me off so much about the Redskins more than almost anything else in the last since Super Bowl twenty six. Run a freaking quarterback sneak. You need two feet. Run a sneak. That's it. If your offensive line can't give you two feet, go home. <laughs> I think we're probably thinking like we said before. You're, it's like we've got two quarterbacks right now. One of them's already, one quarterback's already out and hurt. Yeah, but he ran it is what we're saying, dude. Yeah, we're saying that we ran the quarterback sneaks, Josh. For once. For once. Yeah, I know that. But but how? But my question is how long do you think we're actually going to run them if we don't have a third quarterback? I think it's kind of. I gotta say I this. Though. I don't know if I've one ever. Yard? I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback injured on a quarterback sneak. I think it's you need risky. one yard. Run the quarterback sneak. I still think it's risky, dudes. I think it's riskier play dropping someone back in the pocket than it is to run a quarterback and making sneak. them run five, six yards forward to get one yard. No, I'm just saying the a normal pass play where you set back in the pocket and throw it. I think is riskier. Well, you run a handoff than a quarterback sneak. Because oh, a quarterback man. sneak, you're just kind of like diving under the pile and have fatty sit on you with their fat. Yeah. And you got to stick your arms out with the ball to make sure you get extra length and then bring them back in real fast. That's my opinion, but, you know. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think we've been absolutely ridiculous about how much we have not run quarterback sneaks for like 22, 23 years. Anyway, enough about quarterback sneaks. Because yeah. it's time. Four. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Redipoo. Um, special teams gets my kick in the balls. All you're of, not everybody gonna, you're on not, special teams. Josh, you're not going to kick uh, D'Angelo Hall? Why would I kick Angelo Hall? He did kind of suck in this game, by the way. Because he's injured and he's out for the rest of the year. That's kind of following well, your pattern. I know it is, but I'm just going <laughs> to kick special teams because were it not for the horrible special teams play, we would have, could have, should have won this game. That's true. That was the big swing. Absolutely. There's 10 points, 10 boo-boo points in special teams. It's easy math. We lost by three. Ten points would have put us way over the top. Just One saying. left dong away. All right, John, who are you giving yours to? You go ahead. I I, I want to. All right, well, I'm giving mine to Niles Paul. Why? He dropped some balls. <laughs> Butterfingers Paul, man. Dude, he did drop some balls. What, what was, was it that John? That? What was it that John said? What did you say during the game about Niles Paul? Something about he makes every catch interesting or something like that. he makes every catch interesting he always he's i don't know if he's ever had a clean catch like the ball always like bounces off his hands and he's like whoa and then pulls it in or or he doesn't or he makes an awesome always no he makes some awesome catches sometimes but the ones where he doesn't have to think yeah it's where when he starts thinking 
that's where he messes up. <clears throat> I think he just kind of, he's kind of ham-handed anyway, I think a little bit. Plus he's an easy target for <laughs> kicking the ball to work. <laughs> All right. right. All right. I you know, I had one that was like right in in the the back of my head and I could not remember what it was because there were a couple of really easy ones. I cannot remember what it was, and I, I, I don't want to give out an easy one here because it's very easy to give a couple of them on here. But Kyle Forbes, yeah, yeah, I don't. It would be really easy to give him one if he hadn't hit eighteen in a row before that. That's a lot of field goals in a row, even in the NFL. Uh, well, you know what, my my kick in the balls for this game. He's going to go to damn Alfred Morris. Quit fumbling. Oh, yeah. Didn't Garcon have to cover that thing up? He's fumbled like three times this season already, and he started getting the fumbles last year going into this year. I love Bam Bam. He's one of my favorite players. He was, he was my dog like early in training camp his first year. I was like, dude, that guy's pretty good. He runs big. Yeah, he does fumble quite a bit. He fumbled, but he didn't. He didn't when he started. I don't know what it is now. When he fumbled in this game, he had the ball completely locked up in one arm, and he was moving, and someone just plain old stripped it. It wasn't like it was flailing out like he was like throwing a chicken on the ground. I don't even know what that means, but I could see him running and suddenly being like, get down there, chicken. <laughs> Alfred Morris, it, it, it's not like he was just flailing around everywhere. He's got the ball locked in with his like arm up against his body. And the guy just plain old stripped it. Mm-hmm. So Alfred Morris has got to stop doing that. He's got to. It's getting, it's getting bad. You know what I mean? It's getting like Tiki Barber bad. <laughs> anyway, this podcast is over an hour long. So uh, let's round hey, it out here. How did you guys feel about Aikman and Buck on the announcement on, the announcement on this one? Same way I always do. Yep. They struck whatever really, team we're playing against. I didn't really mind them. Actually, I thought they had some good, some nice things to say. Well, it's because the they Redskins. hate the Eagles more than the Redskins. Because, well, Joe Buck just just follows along. But Troy Aikman, after like three years of his career, his worst games were against the Eagles and not against us. Right. Although we did end his career, Mr. Nichols. Mr. Nichols. Mr. Nichols, second time he's brought up in this podcast. Yeah. It's been a long time since we brought him up. Remember, like, I used to bring him up every episode. Dude, he's looking all Rastafarian on NFL AM. Yeah. He is on there. He's he's uh, he's looking pretty thick. It's hard. Some, some of those guys put on a ton of weight when they finally retired. And he had, Josh, you were talking about this earlier. He had a lot of injuries. He did, yeah. his career, including that motorcycle wreck. His hair's, yep. like, down to his waist. It's a lot of hair, man. I mean, you know, he could rock it. I wouldn't be able to rock that much hair. I'd fall over. Anyway, let's round this thing out so people have time to listen to it before the next game. Well, that's true, because the next game is coming up Thursday night, 825 on the NFL Network and your local CBS stations. Yep, let's give a shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee Esquire. You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee 2. Yep. Yep. Uh, shout out to Will in Maryland called in again this week, and that number is one seven seven Harry Hog. Oh, that's right, and you can call into the Hog line one seven seven Harry Hog, and it goes right to voicemail, so you can just 
rant. Just let it out, man. Let it out. Uh, yep. Everyone else who wrote in this week, shout out to you guys. Uh, hail to the Redskins. <laughs> Let's see if we can get a win in the NFC East against the Giants at home Thursday night on these damn Thursday night games we all hate. It's a must-win situation. Kind of is, yeah. yeah. Josh will be there cheering on the Burgundy Eagle. Josh and boy in tow. That's right. Yes, sir. Hello, Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan, well, you guys know what to do. Joke. Joke. Joke.